Goyard. Welcome back to the CFC Talk podcast, uh, Alex. Sorry, but we don't we're not on Streamyard, so I can't show you dancer backstage. Uh, but <laughs> as always, joined by Alex, but we've got a guest with us, a fellow Chelsea fan and an experienced player. We've just had a bit of a beforehand, and we're going to get some of his insights. He's I think he's already scored 103 this game week, uh, as well as tips for all of you who are starting. This is the first season, and we just need a few tips as well. So, uh, as well. But just before we get into the topics of the podcast, as well as all the discussion, a great weekend. And I must say, before I say this, uh, but I get a Chelsea kit or any other football kit as a matter of 20% off and free shipping in the UK using use the link below in the description or on our, on our social media. Use the code Baller. For twenty percent off, what deal that is, Alex? Getting one soon? <laughs> probably yes. I think uh, yeah. I'll probably get that once the um the yellow. I, yeah, if I'm gonna get any, it'll probably be the Chelsea yellow away kit. I don't really, I don't have any yellow Chelsea kits so so far. So I've, the only ones I really got are blue ones, and so yeah, really need a yellow one to in my collection. So if I'm going for one. Yeah, Fred. And some wall mounts as well, so I can match your backgrounds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one, but going to someone who's got a lot on, on this background, Fred, how are you doing? How is it week? Obviously winning the Super Cup and, and then the Crystal Palace game. Yeah, I've got too many shirts, to be honest. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's all good. It's been a great, great week for us Chelsea fans. And yeah, let's enjoy it while it lasts. But it might last long because we look really good. So yeah, let's just enjoy. I, I, we, we say that with a lot of optimism and a lot of confidence. But we, all of us <laughs> deep down know that Arsenal are going to be Barcelona this Sunday. When <laughs> uh, way ahead. But before we get into that, a big win against Crystal Palace. Alonso Pulisic and uh, an unexpected scorer, Chalaba, on the score sheet. A screamer from Alonso, actually. I was watching the highlights. Incredible. And then uh, the opening day, it's always dramatic. Our losing to Brentford. I don't think the shock, but the shock that was there was losing to Spurs. So after some uh, it wasn't deflected, actually. I just found out right now because I was watching it was deflected. And then at the end, we'll have a discussion with Fred about FPL and get his thoughts and tips on uh, that as well. Crystal Palace, uh, initial thoughts, Fred. That, you know, I know we've we've had a pretty good preseason. We've played top tier teams. We haven't just played um, teams in in the second division or, or throughout Europe. But you know, we've played Tottenham and Arsenal. I know I'm giving them a lot a lot of right now. Yeah, um, yeah, we played some good teams in preseason, and uh, yeah, we didn't score that many goals so it was nice to get three goals and yeah it was very solid we won pretty easily crystal palace they they are all right but it's a team we really should win against and uh, yeah i'm very happy with the way we played alex your thoughts on you guys your see initial the, thoughts? i mean to, to add Sorry, to add on to the friendly whole thing. But, yeah, with great performances against Tottenham and Arsenal. But you guys see today we beat Weymouth, <laughs> who are a National League team, uh, so, uh, oh, Conference yeah. League team, 13-0, with, a, with an 11 that had Danny Drinkwater in it. <laughs> Did he That's, score any? Yeah. Or you don't know that? I, I want to know. I, I think they've... Yeah. Contrary, I will say that we had Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell and... <laughs> Bossing that back four as if, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was nice to see drink quarter play. I mean, that, that's probably the only team we can get into at Chelsea, so uh, we'll give him that, that chance. <laughs> uh, 
let's 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 dive straight into the game. Alonso with that free kick. I think we've we've seen him we've seen him score screamers in in the FA Cup against uh, the the most prominent one that I remember is the FA Cup one against uh, Tottenham. I think it was at Wembley as well. That was in the prem. And sorry, that was in the prem. It oh, was in, in the, the prem, prem when yeah. Spurs moved. Yeah, but yeah, right. Yeah, it was just because they were in Wembley because temporarily. But yeah, but yeah, so, that's definitely the most iconic one. Really. Yeah, and 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 this was probably even better. It was it was a longer range, and he he had a weirder you could say and straight top corner the goalkeeper had no chance the wall had no chance and Chelsea 1-0 um, is he trying to cement his place into the team now that's the question because Ben Chilwell I mean he hasn't had fair, fair enough Ben Chilwell hasn't had a lot of preseason. Uh, but is this is this Alonso coming back into the first team and being first choice now in a, in a back uh, five that he's used to playing in like he did under under Antonio Conte Um, not for me, not for me. I, I still think Chilwell is a better player. He can defend better. Maybe Alonso is better at getting at the end of crosses and stuff like that, and plus the free kicks. But overall, I definitely prefer Chilwell. Yeah, absolutely the same as well. It's um, for me as well because yeah, it's not gonna lie palace yes amazing performance from us particularly offensively but and, and maybe it's down to the system in general but palace did offered barely anything in attack so yes yeah, alonso has been he's looked like uh, i wouldn't say the word solid but some of his first touches have been absolute has, have been ridiculous and he's he's been playing just decent i guess in attack recently so yeah it's it makes sense to use him we don't really have any other left backs and he's he's playing well it doesn't. It's not to the extent where we're thinking about Joao's future or any anything like this. No way. It's uh, yeah. One like an Arsenal. So I'm, I'm getting I'm, ahead of myself right sure now. Joao's coming. In. Yeah, just a little. But it's he always. Marcus Alonso always. <laughs> he does. He has like he does this three times a season, where he'll come back for like a couple of games, score a free kick, score a ridiculous volley, and then he'll go back to be Marcus Alonso. So. I, I think history will repeat itself on that one. I think the an important point you kind of mentioned there, Alex, was how Crystal Palace were not very attacking. And I want to kind of jump on that before we go into Pulisic or Chalibur. Not a lot of teams, even last season, had a lot of chances against Chelsea since Tuchel's come in. I mean, you know, we remember remember last season towards the end when we used to even even the Real Madrid game and uh, the Porto game when we were like you know what the opposition didn't even have a chance they had one or two shots on goal both were on to off target that's kind of the system Tuchel's created is that why Fred it's easier for Tuchel to get away with one or two goal wins uh, and Chelsea fans actually being happy with that at the end of the day because it gets us the three points that are needed yeah, definitely. Um, the main thing is to just get the three points. Um, and it's way easier with the defense we got at the moment. With Lampard, we yeah, we really need to score like maybe three to win the games. But now with, with Tuchel, it's, it's um, enough with maybe one, two. And um, one thing I would like to speak about in this game is that we still shut down um, Wilfried Saar. I mean, Palace might not be a great team, but Saar is a player that can cause problems for any team, and we barely saw him in this game, so it was great work from the defence there. Like We've come a long way since the... Remember in uh, the lockdown game against Palace, where it was, I think, was it 3-all? Or, or maybe my memory is... Maybe that was a different one. But I think it was it, it was really tense towards the end of the of the game, and basically, yes, in, under Lampard's these games against Palace were I think a, a lot a lot more difficult, and we've just been able to kind of shut them down, but or shut Palace down uh, in recent times. I think we in our we played two sorry we played, two, we played Villa not Villa Palace sorry I'm a wreck. <laughs> Uh, we played. We played Palace <laughs> under vaccine. Tuchel. Yeah, the vaccine is just. Uh, sorry, um, but yeah, we played Palace under Tuchel last season and shut them down as well. I think it was a four-nil win. So, yeah, it's 
yeah, shut them down offensively and they can't really do anything. So, yeah, just nothing more to add on that one. But, yeah, it's just a good I mean, change. We're talking about the, the defense. We're, we're talking about the defense. And, and I know the last, this, I feel like the, 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 the three episodes before this, I have just kind of sold Chelsea the idea of keeping Chalaba at the club. Uh, I think at one point I should go and change the podcast name to a Chalaba fan account and just start <laughs> doing that. But he's just it's just been incredible to see him. And I guess it's, it's, it's because he's an academy player. So that goal, that celebration, I know we talked about the steam spirit that, that's at Chelsea right now. Uh, and that was between I think Mendy and um, Mendy and Kepa. My lights have just gone off. I don't know exactly why. Uh, <laughs> so, it's still with us, Mohammed. It's all right. <laughs> so, I mean, incredible is it to see him and his lights gone. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. That's just an inside joke on the podcast. Martin. That's the ghost. Never mind. Continue. The, the ghost. <laughs> but Chalaba just just in. Player. Do we even need, do we even need any other player? Let's see, um, not necessarily. Yeah, I've been very pleased with Chalaba as well over these two games. Then it's only two games. I don't think we can put him ahead of the likes of, let's say, Christensen, Thiago Silva, Rüdiger. So maybe he can be the fourth. For the fifth, yeah, we got Aspi as well. Yeah. Maybe he can be there with Suma in that role. Um, yeah, we will see. But, but, but would you not? not let's, I know this is getting a bit, a bit of an. Like we're getting ahead of the topic that we're discussing. Not give him a star against. Our, our... Oh, uh, we didn't it, catch that here quite much. Yeah, you, you've so, kind of. I was just yeah. asking if, you repeat that again? yeah, if you would give give Chalaba a chance against Arsenal. If I would give him a hmm, yeah, I probably would. I actually wouldn't yeah. change around too much. I would bring in. I would bring in Thiago Rüdiger and then yeah, play Chalaba. That's what I would go with. But yeah, I would be pleased with anything. I trust our defenders at the moment, all of them. So. Who would have thought we'd be sitting here saying we trust Christensen <laughs> as Rüdiger in a bad yeah, a year ago? Yeah, that would have sounded yeah. ridiculous, but yeah, it's really improved. So. <laughs> yeah, because I, I every time, oh, sorry. sorry, every time someone ta- says that our defense is amazing, I look, I go back to 2016 when under Conte we had that performance against Barcelona uh, in in the Champions League and we kind of, all of the Chelsea fans after that were just complaining of how we we with this defense or Christensen and Rudiger in defense we're never going to win any trophy and four years or five years later these guys are now yeah. the first choice defenders and it's gone to a point where Chelsea aren't even like thinking about signing someone like Koulibaly who was our target for for quite a while Yeah, I think the real crazy moment, I, like a thing, is like from, I think especially the West Ham game in lockdown, where we lost at at um, the Olympic Stadium, and it there were mistakes all over the place from Rudiger and Christensen, and so many fans were calling, or probably including myself, were just calling them to come get out of the team, and yeah, to go from that to this is just ridiculous, and no one would could have predicted it, I don't think. But, but you were saying sorry. We, we did you ask another question, or was that? No, I was just yeah. I was just letting you complete your point because uh, you said oh, something okay. and then I interrupted you. But yeah. but yeah, that that's that's good to see that uh, Chalaba coming into the team, and, and I'm I'm sure mm-hmm. both all all three of us agree that that you know he's got a bright future ahead, and and I'm sure that he's I don't think Tufel's going to let him go anywhere, and he's going to be part of that team. Maybe not featuring all the games once we have Thiago Silva and Aspi ready uh, Chilwell as well and then we have James ready as well so uh, it will be interesting to see him play those cup games when he when required uh, during midweeks kind of give give the rotation yeah. that Chelsea want um, mm-hmm. one position that we're kind of struggling in with options Kante he's, he's had a bit of an injury or I think there was a bit of a scare that that's why he didn't play this game do we think it's time like we need to look into I know we said 
Kunde can play in that role. Uh, there were a few discussions of maybe try Chalaba there because he used to he he used to play in that position in the academy. Uh, and then we've got someone like Reese James who played CDM at Wigan, 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 <laughs> Wigan. And then I think who was it? I can't remember who the who, the, who another player was. Um, who also had some experience. Lot lot. I mean, CDM. there's lots of chic. Oh, CDM. Uh, I can't. Remember. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so, what your thoughts on that? Um. Oh, these are all pretty. Oh, is it? Are you still here? He's, uh. Continue. All right, we'll continue. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, um, all these options are pretty unproven, um, especially if we compare to Kante, who's probably the yeah. best in the world in his position. So uh, exactly. I don't know if it's a good thing to put maybe Reese in center mid or yeah, and Chalaba. I'm not so sure. I would rather go for some a new signing. Maybe not Rice because he's so expensive um, for that kind of role, but someone else, maybe the Monaco guy, yeah. Chua Many. I, I yeah. haven't seen him play, to be honest, I, so I can't really comment, but maybe him. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's like these, we talk about the, when he was talking about uh, the James at CDM or these other guys. It's the kind of thing you you kind of expect from us in the when we're down to two five to West Brom. That's the kind of we go in the ultra ultra attacking formation and put, put James at yeah. CDM. But yeah, it's uh, I totally agree with you though. It's it's a little worrying when you see. I mean, there's I I mean the Kunde links kind of have come of I uh, haven't really heard anything much in the past week or two. But before Lukaku kind of. No. Or the Lukaku links came up. It it was all about him. So we and we haven't really seen any or heard anything about any central midfielder coming in. In a way, you just know that Tuchel's uh, rises at the or I think what Rice was. Uh, I can't remember how concrete this was, but it's just the it just seemed like lots of people tweeting out saying that Tuchel's first choice is Rice. But like you said, he's ninety million on a guy who. We we want in to kind of I don't know it's a tricky one. He's very divisive yeah, and but yeah as as like a backup or someone to fill or plug the hole in of that fourth fourth central midfield spot. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah I I I'd go for it, like you said true many but I yeah like like you I haven't watched him at all I just like his name and from what people say about him sounds like a decentish option yeah that I Fabri has been talking yeah. About him, so. yeah we trust him so yeah <laughs> so, <we'll> just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mohamed what do you think on the whole midfield yeah. thing do, you, do, do we go do we go for the ultra attacking try to fill other or the FIFA <laughs> try put anyone who has who may fit there or or do we do we buy someone who we haven't watched no, I think <laughs> honestly, I think I think replacing Kante is is not an easy task. Uh, as as Tuchel said, as many managers have said in the past, he plays as if he's two players. So it's 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 not it's not easy to fill up his shoes and in, in his presence when he's not on the pitch is fully noticeable. Uh, that you can you can see teams uh, go into that area that, that he he's usually in. Um, I, I just believe I think I think Kunde isn't the right option for Chelsea. For Chelsea, uh, I think if if it, if it is going to be someone, it's got to be Rice next next season. Um, and I just I just don't see Kunde working out for Chelsea. I think he's he's too young at the moment. Kante needs to be Kante doesn't need to be replaced because he, I think Kante's twenty eight, twenty nine. Right now, yes, he's got a few years ahead of him, but we need someone like Declan Rice who can come in week in week out mm-hmm. perform. You know, yeah. Kante become the backup option. Um, yeah. And, and we are talking about Kunde in a different position, though. Sorry to interrupt. I but haven't Kunde actually. So, so, yeah, I haven't actually seen a lot of Kun, uh, a lot of Kunde. You know, I haven't. I'm just going based off Chelsea fans what their thoughts are because I really haven't followed him around, and I realistically I didn't even know about him until Chelsea kind of targeted him and I saw a few highlights and all that situation. So I I would say my opinion on this would would be 
uh, that, that I'm not exactly sure of what to comment on this because there's I, I would be speaking out of just interest or, or biasism towards Declan Rice because I prefer him over over any kind of defensive midfielder right now. So, um, yeah, I think Koundé isn't the right option. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had all the money in the world, would you get both? Just to, would you get Koundé to replace right to have backup right centre back or not? Do we really need? Do I, I just don't think we need him. Uh, at all, like I've, I've been saying this yeah. since since day one, but we just don't need him. Uh, I know Aspi's transitioning into leaving the club soon, but you've got if Chalaber works out, that's fine. I think we've got. A, have we got a buyback deal on Mark Guhi or not? I'm not exactly sure if we've got a buyback deal. Mm. On I, don't, I, I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think we have. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, so Speaking of him, it was kind of funny how. Oh, sorry, I just didn't know Go for it, go for it. But it was just funny how, uh, yeah, there was a huge uproar over him leaving. But I, I haven't seen a single person mention him once now that Chaloba's kind of stopped. It seems like Chaloba has stolen all the limelight in a way of our new young Eng- or new English centre back who's scored on his debut. Uh, sorry, yeah, whose first goal was a screamer. We kind of. We have a new we have a new person for that. The first one was Tamori. Gesco he didn't, but yeah, now it's him. So <laughs> it's it's a little bit. I can't remember if Go he has a buyback. I'm not sure if he does. Um, I, yeah, I mean realistically, even yeah. after that, yes, we've got two centre backs who could be leaving soon. I mean Thiago Silva and, and Nasby. But other than that, we've still got quite a lot of options. Uh, Kunde, I think, is he's, he's another one of those young mm. players. Uh, we've got. Quite a few that we bought as youngsters. Uh, can't exactly remember for some reason. Malang Sar, uh, and I think Mubiamba also plays yeah. at the back. So, so those are two young options that we've already got. Yeah. Uh, so why why go for another some someone who's mm-hmm. also young and and where whereas you can kind of target someone who's already experienced to help nurture them into great defenders. I mean, we talk about Christensen and Rudiger improving. I'm sure there has to be some sort of input from Thiago Silva, and, and I would speak for Christensen especially. What do you think, Fred, on the whole uh, buying a new right centre-back? doesn't have to be uh, Kunde, but I guess he's the one. Um, we're, we're not on. so sure on it either. I would, yeah. I would just go with the defence we got now. I think it's, yeah. I think it's good enough. So, yeah, no signings there. Maybe <laughs> prior, prioritize maybe fourth midfielder instead. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think we think about this, but then there's. I, I was also I, I saw a tweet earlier in the day about all the contract situations because it it seems like Christensen, Rudiger, there. Oh, I can't remember which ones is which, but I think what I think it's Aspi whose contract ends. The end of the season, or is it? Oh, I can't remember if it's him or if I it's. I think it is. It's between him, Christensen, and Rudiger. Yeah, between him, Christensen, and Rudiger. Rudiger as well. They Rudiger all end. They're all no, their contracts. Rudiger. Yeah, yeah. All their all their yeah, contracts end in the next year or two. So it's like, yeah, yeah. But I think we're getting bogged down in this. But it's a real. It's a little bit. No, of but I think I think I think we can we can Rudiger isn't going. <laughs> I know there was. A, I know there was a bit of a story last season or, or this summer where we, people thought Rudiger might be leaving. I don't think he's going to leave. Uh, Tuchel's got a great system right now. He's he's a regular at Chelsea. So how? What? 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 what who? I can't even speak right now. Uh, but who is a team better than Chelsea right now? You've just been you're you play for the European champions, so it doesn't get better than that. So uh, let, let's leave that debate to there for, uh, for now uh, and move on to Pulisic. I mean. It wasn't the cleanest of goals, but it is a goal at the end of the day. It's going to give him some some sort of confidence. And Alex and I, we were talking about this a bit last last podcast about how he hasn't kind of found that form since uh, that project restart that we like to call it here. Um, is is it time for him to shine? Is this the time he has to prove himself and and get back into the team, or is, is it, or or it's going to be too late for him? Uh, and and he'll be heading out of Chelsea if he doesn't find that form, Fred. Um, hmm. um for me, it's not um, 
first choice at the moment. Like when Lukaku comes in, I will play Lukaku Mount and uh, probably Kai. But um, um, Pulisic, his form after after the lockdown or yeah, yeah, whatever you call it earlier, um, <laughs> that's the best a Chelsea player has played since Hazard left, in my opinion. So if we can find that form, then then he should definitely be a starter for Chelsea. And he's a, he's a great player, and he will he's still improving. So I, I've got no doubts on. I mean, on the him. the reason we kind of bought him is is to replace Hazard. So if if we can get Hazard in the form of Christian Pulisic, no one's going to complain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, but he is a very good player, and for some reason he's really really good against Crystal Palace, and he needs to. <laughs> play like that against every team but yeah it's a good sub as well to bring on like if he's not starting he's we got his speed and direct play so it's great to have him there as well i i completely agree with you i think he doesn't walk straight into the team and that's that's the kind of issue that's going to be that's going to put him down at the moment because he needs a lot a few games i feel like if he has game time then he can improve uh and i guess this season has helped him and helped him travel into whatever performance he gave against Chris. In my opinion, was a, a lot better than than the usual performances that we've seen from him towards the end of the season. So it's it's nice to see him play. And if he does, you know, get into this team and, and does become a regular starter, I know we only have positions to play with and about 11 or 12 players who can play in those positions it is it is a headache for for Thomas Tuchel week in week out to make sure that they're all happy that that he's picking the right three combinations every time and that that it's, it yeah. is right right now I feel like when he came in he was always the starter and since all of these guys have now come in now Lukaku has come in that he will be the regular starter and the team will be built around him um yeah how likely is it that he's going to break into that first team and, and become a regular starter? Or do you think we'll just size him as a super sub for now? Uh, or, or Kai Havertz or Werner, who, who was probably the second option after that, their their form drops? Yeah, um, yeah, he's not a starter at the moment, Chris. But I think Mount and Lukaku, they are nailed into the team. But that spot with Kai and uh, Timo, I think it's up for grabs still. We hype Kai up a lot, and rightly so because of the Champions League final goal, but he's not really that super consistent for Chelsea yet as he could be, so maybe Christian could take that place from Kai. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me really, but yeah, it's great to have a lot of options. Yeah, I'd add to that. Sorry about that, uh, about leaving, but uh, that Kai normally take. I mean... Last year and even in previous seasons at Leverkusen, it took a long or it took at least till Christmas to properly get warmed up or not warmed up, but to start at least getting goals and assists. So to it's important to have other players who are going to raise their game until he kind of get in the real groove of things. But yeah, I didn't notice much. He only came on for about, what, 10 minutes today? Oh, sorry, yesterday. No. Yeah, he didn't have much much of a game time. Uh-huh. I mean, it yeah. was it was rightly so. I mean, he played 120 minutes against um, against yeah. Villarreal in the Super Cup, so it's it's good to see him rest. And I think I think for Arsenal, I will I th- I think he will be he will be starting in that position. But someone who's, who's still struggling from last season, Timo Werner. Um, there, there's so right now I don't, I don't know which actually because there's a lot of Chelsea fans who just say you know what he he has no point being in the team. and which I think I believe is a bit harsh, but there's the other side where oh he's good at distracting defenders, he's good at creating spaces and chances for his other teammates, which which go unnoticed when you compare stats at the end of the season. Uh, I know I'm sure I'm sure the Chelsea analysts go into further detail, but as far as fans are concerned, Timo Werner should sit outside uh, due to the form that he's having. Um, with Lukaku coming in, Fred. He's probably not going to be playing that striker role. He's going to be pushed back into that left wing role, which we kind of saw him struggle under Frank Lampard before he was brought back into that striker role and he kind of uh, created chances and made space for Kai Havertz. 
how how possible is it for him to come into the team or is it like clear outright clear as i know you said that Werner and kai both can rotate but Werner at left wing compared to striker is not the same thing is it no not really but um i think he still has a role to play here now when lukaku is coming in he can be a bit like uh, lautaro martinez was ninter um lukaku has got great hold up play so when he holds it up um, team can make these runs, but at the end of the day, Timo really needs to improve his finishing. He missed way too many chances, and it didn't really cost us. He got lucky with that last season, but <laughs> it could cost us in the future. These, yeah, these misses. So, yeah, we will see. Not just that in the Champions League final, that that when uh, when that shot he shot that sh shot and then Ederson saved that we were all holding our heads in our hands and said you know this is the clearest chance we'll get from Man City and and we've just yeah. bottled it up so mm -hmm. uh, thankfully Kai Havertz saved us and then we didn't have a go at Werner at the end of the day but Alex your thoughts on that yeah he just he, he strikes me a lot as a he's a confidence guy he definitely needs like if you compare him to the very start of when he came to Chelsea and he scored his very first goal for Chelsea I think it was against Tottenham in the League Cup where he took was it I think it was his first goal yeah where he took the oh. ball almost on the edge of the box with a like yeah and kind of and just hammered it into the bottom right corner I just don't I don't see him doing that and I don't sorry not that I don't see him trying to do that I don't I can't imagine him kind of doing that right now I just he doesn't seem to be in the best of confidence right now so yeah against teams like Palace I don't understand why he starts to be honest because I see his value in terms of getting in behind, making runs to draw out players, but that's all well and good when the other team presses high, like you know, when you're playing against Man City, but if you're playing against a team that most of the time are just going to be in their own box or in their own half or in their own third, it's like, yeah, don't really see, I, I wouldn't play him. So, but then again, we didn't have too much choice, probably because coming back off the Super Cup, we couldn't start Kai Havertz, so... Yeah, he definitely has a role to play in the team. He's so useful, like particularly off the ball. He's just magnificent. But yeah, on the ball, finishing, just general play. Yeah, it's very disappointing from him. So yeah, he just needs. I think Lukaku will hopefully will be really good for his confidence. Like he's he's used to playing with another striker, so. And even for Chelsea, like I don't think he's looked that great when he's played as a lone striker. But when he's playing not as a left winger, but kind of just off of the main guy, so like how Kai Havertz has played as a number nine or in it, like a false nine sometimes, and Werner's played off of him. Yeah, I kind of see that it being well similar dynamic, but different, of course, because Lukaku is different kind of player. But yeah, that's one thing I'm really hoping for Lukaku as well as Lukaku getting bags and bags of goals is to try is to make Werner play better and raise his confidence because that's I think what all he really needs to be honest because off the ball he's still really useful to the team so yeah fingers crossed yeah no I, I agree yeah. with that point I think we've we've seen it a couple of times last season against Liverpool I remember that was one of the standout games uh when Mount scored that winning goal because he would he would drag defenders out create spaces in the middle and we would try and attack using Mount and, and Kai Havertz and, and try and get a shot on target. So I think off the ball, agreed with Alex. You know, he's, he's good. Um, I, I also agree with Fred saying that, that he hasn't cemented his place since that first team. Uh, that position is still open for either Pulisic, Kai or, or, or Werner, I think, even. And uh, it'll be interesting to see when this, how the season goes on and how, what, how you know, Thomas Tuchel will utilize them. Maybe save Werner for games where he's actually needed, um, and maybe just use rotate those three players in that position, depending on what's required on the day, rather than the performance performance wise or in terms of uh, form. Moving on, uh, next topic: the FPL. That's something that I can I can tell Fred has already got a smile on his face. He's he's, he's ready for that insight. But before we head into that, once again. This, this podcast is sponsored and brought to you by Kitbag. If you want a Chelsea or any other football kit, as a matter of fact, you can get 10% off and free shipping in the UK using the link below and then using the code B-A-L-L-E-R that spells out baller. 
uh, and every day the code changes. If you want the latest code, they will be all on our social media pages. We usually post them on our stories on Instagram. And since the fleets feature has from uh, Twitter, we will be posting tweets on them as well. Uh, FPL, almost four, six, almost six, seven million players around the world. Uh, I last year just couldn't make the cup, so I, I surely do need your help on this thread. <laughs> but I'll try my best. Let's let's begin with let's begin with a bit of uh, a bit of like players to watch out for. Some players that you would say are keys key into that t- into your FPL team who would get you points week in week out. Um, I know. The, the one thing I know and I've kind of realized is that a lot of defensive midfielders, Kante, Rice, they don't get you a lot of points because you don't essentially get no. points for, for tackles and all sorts of stuff. So it, it's, it's, it gets tricky when you choose those players. So a few players you would say to that we should look out for or have on the team. Yeah, um, yeah. In, in terms of attacking players, it's only about goals and assists. So yeah, just ignore the Kantes. And players like that. Um, um, the best players, Stone, is it's obviously Salah and Bruno. You, yeah, they are must-haves. You really, um, it's too risky to not own them. And they are the the players that score the mo- most points, and they are the penalty takers for their teams. So it's very important to own both of them. Otherwise, yeah, you will you will struggle a lot. And um, another player I really like to own, and I think everyone should own, it, is Trent. Um, especially now when Van Dijk is back, and they got that defensive um, defensive solidity back, plus his free kicks and yeah, his general crossing, and yeah, he's a good crosser. So yeah, I think he's a must-have as well. Alex. Yeah, you, I have all three. I've been listening really to well. Fred very, very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done, well, I've done very well. But if I've done very well, Fred's done a madness because he's beaten me by a couple. Well, by which is, which points, is why you're yeah. asking him for opinions and not you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm going to step those aside. Two, those those two points expert. are the difference right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. I've done nothing soon. Uh, yeah. I do. I, I don't think I've ever put as much research into FPL as I have this season, mainly because of yeah, graduating, so not having much to really do around in the summers other than looking for jobs. So yeah, I, I'm happy to to, it, to getting a hundred points in the first game is is satisfying. But I think, like Fred has said just before the podcast, it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. So don't get to. I'll try not. To, I'll, yeah. I'll try. To not get to uh, confidence, <laughs> but it's um, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it won't like, be like this every week. No, definitely <laughs> not. But it, it doesn't. It, it does help when Salah gets seventeen and then Bruno gets a hat trick. So yeah, that helps very much. And creds to Hume and Son for giving us a head start over City and helping my yeah. fantasy team and helping our fantasy teams. So yeah. So- so I, I actually had Bruno and, and Salah both in my team and I actually did captain Bruno Fernandes and put vice captain on Salah but I didn't save that and I came back to it yesterday and, and I saw Kasper Smeichel as my vice captain and Dominic Calvert-Lewin as my uh, captain oh, no. which which wasn't as bad but I could have I could have made yeah. at least 100 and 150 100 40 points yeah. uh, whereas I only got only got 82 so uh, this, this I feel like I feel like I was going to be one of those players because I saw this tweet on on Twitter and I think Dan Hill tweeted this the other day and he said this is a spreadsheet for all of you FPL players out there who want to get into the game and, yeah. and if you see the preview of that pre- spreadsheet it's just of numbers red green yellow all those colors and and i remember and i and i saw dami under it just go these 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 type of players should be banned from fpl because that's why we never win anything <laughs> because there's yeah, players out there. yeah. and, and then you have players like mm. casually add players on their team every week score 100 points in an average uh, <laughs> and top leagues every every now and then, but friend, 
players to watch out for. We've, we've already got those, but players not to use. I guess. I guess going after and 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 I, I know you've already kind of touched on not to use players who are defensive, who don't assist yeah. or score, but maybe players from certain teams who might you know the team might not be doing well, which which is resulting to them getting negative points. And I know on on the spreadsheet or on the script I've written Arsenal there. Just because if they've lost their opening game, uh, but should we have a Bamiyang, a Bamiyang in our FPL team for game week two against Chelsea, or Lukaku would be the better option? <laughs> um, I think you know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> I would definitely rather have Lukaku. Um, definitely, I don't think Aubameyang is that good of an option this season. He used to be a decent option, but he's never been on the same level as Salah and Bruno. Not even the same as De Bruyne, I would say. So yeah, I think you should avoid Aubameyang. And to be honest, um, with Lukaku, I I would um, uh, want to watch a few games with him first before I bring him in, bring him in, because he's a very expensive player. He's almost the same price as, let's say, Bruno. Um, but there's a really good opening around game game week seven, I think it is, when the fixtures get really good for Chelsea and they get really tough for Man United. So that's something to have a look at. That's, that's, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that's, I, I, yeah, yeah, you should I, have a look yeah, at that. Yeah, I didn't realize the United fixtures got worse. Yeah, so yeah. The 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 only way I kind of look at my FBL team is, oh, have they been performing? games no kick him out of the team have they been before? <laughs> no, yes that, that's how i've been basically that's how i based it off last year because i i was never really a serious fbl player i would play the first few weeks and then the hype would die down and you would just kind of leave it aside and you just got the automatic team just rolling in every week now and then uh but last season i was trying to make changes and all that now i've kind of come to realize how a, how a team could have us have a few really you know tough fixtures which would result their players to not be as good as we think they would be so that's 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 a great insight as well um the conspiracy around chelsea players i've seen it alex has said it a lot of times in the podcast. <laughs> my conspiracy <laughs> this is specifically alex this is this is yeah. an alex question yeah. uh but yeah a lot of chelsea fans yeah. don't keep their players in there because they think they think they will not perform any thoughts on that maybe we should all keep lukaku out of it he's, he's gonna score 30 yeah. goals well should we avoid Chelsea players until seven, or do you think, of, like particularly defenders, do you think put them in or or not? Because is it not an easy run? I would avoid them. Actually, I would. Um, Thank you. I've got Rudiger. I've got Rudiger. <laughs> and Zuma. They're still good players. It it could be good, but I would prefer other options instead of um, the Chelsea players at the moment. Yeah. But. And in the future, it's definitely worth getting some. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, right now, there just seems to be a couple of really hot topic um, four mil, four million pound uh, in the game defenders, particularly Simicas and Arte. Mainly Simicas because because of Robertson's injury. And do you know? Um, I think a lot of a lot of our watchers will probably have Simicas in already. They've seen enough drafts with him in, but is it? Do you think he'll be in there for like another couple of games or more of a? Because I can't remember. I don't know if you know much about uh, when Robertson is coming back or if Simicas will be in the team for. I kind of know. Be playing for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Um, I think Robertson will be back. It's around the international break, so maybe he could be back for the game against Chelsea. I think we play Liverpool in mm. game week oh. three, so maybe Robertson yeah. is back for that. I'm mm. not sure. Players um, coming back from injury for Chelsea. Where are we? <laughs> we yeah, just forget injury. Well, if, even if he's injured, he'll start against Chelsea. Klopp <laughs> wants that. Klopp, yeah. Klopp hates us now after that Lampard incident. He, he yeah. wants to win every game. Sorry, yeah, sorry. But yeah. we should enjoy enjoy having Simicas for now because four point zero for a Liverpool defender is amazing. Normally with four point zero defenders you're just happy if they start and they might come on for you if someone in your in your main eleven is injured. Another four point zero who played and who you've probably heard of is Livramento. He started for Southampton and he's four point zero as well. So 
if he can nail that spot, then he's worth having a look at. I don't know if you guys saw his highlights. Uh, someone made a highlight reel of yeah. his performance, and I was—I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty. Or Fred, you've seen it. I don't know about you, but I thought I was a little bit surprised. I did like for his debut, he looked surprisingly like at comp. Well, no, not not competent, but because he was, but like he looked pretty confident at despite being what making his debut against in the not an easy game. And filling up shoes. And filling up Danny Ings' shoes, it's not going to be an easy task for him. So he he needs to be top of his game. Still. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Last last week, I mispronounced... uh, Whose name? Whose name was it? I mispronounced Armando. Yeah, I said I'm not going to (laughs) call... I I messed up the first... But no. uh, Well, that's a a great start. I was just going to say, I just added uh, Simicast in my team. So that's... that's, uh, that's one transfer that I'm already down for the next game week, as well. Uh, but just a bit of let, let's move on from from. That's not that good. <laughs> uh, I don't like that look from from Fred. So I'll I'll hold off no, for that. I'll, I'll wait for news. Just wait yeah. for some news. Yeah, I'll wait that's, that, yeah. First, but yeah. yeah. That's one last tip: is to wait and not make don't make your changes earlier in the week. Make make no. them because if Simicast gets injured now because you know the way things the way that we jinx things on this podcast uh (laughs) you never know so yeah that's uh, yeah just just kind of hold off until we will pray for you yeah we'll pray yep (laughs) Uh, but one player who's not going to be in the fantasy team i know we kind of didn't talk about this at the start but tammy abraham he's he's confirmed to roma he's flown out we've seen videos uh, we do have a buyback clause, which I think Marina needs. Uh, I feel like she she gets a raise every day at this point. Every day she comes up with a new strategy to make sure Chelsea is winning at the end of the day. But fifty five million, I think, pounds is the buy block, buyback clause. Yeah, and What's different. Um, to interrupt, sorry, different. Um, so I think. Fabrizio Romano report has kind of reported something conflicting to the one that I think uh, I can't remember the other journalist that, re- that reported the figure that you said the fifty million or something, but apparently it's a lot higher and it's about double the fee that that um, Roma paid for him now, so about eighty million euros. Yeah, right. that's, that's, well, yeah, yeah. So it's. <sighs> So we can do a Lukaku on him in like nine years' time when he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once he's been banging and why them in, not? yeah. Why not? Yeah, and we can. We've saved. We've got the video format right. Like, we've got this. We just copy and paste the format, Sorry. change the highlight reel, and done. <laughs> I feel like Chelsea's already got it ready. They've already got it on their yeah. on their hard drives. Yeah. Just plug it in and yeah. tweet those uh, those tweets, and you get ready with it. But. It's good to see yeah. him go at, at Roma. I know um, we we talked about this before in the podcast a few episodes back and how Jose Mourinho's tactics were are a bit more defensive-based. He likes to you know, sit back and just w- watch the match out, I guess, play the match out when he scores that goal. But Harry Kane was one striker who flourished under under him. I know he's, he's had a breaking go- record-breaking season where he scored goals and assists, you know, top scorer, both for, uh, top, top assist and top scorer. So... Really good deal for Tammy Abraham, Fred, because I don't think he's, he was going to get starts at Chelsea. No, he wouldn't. Um, yeah, he's he's still a very good player. Um, his goal scoring record is, is really good. Um, both in the Championship um, when he was really really young, and then in the Premier League as well. I think he scored fifteen in that season with Lampard. I think it was 15 and he didn't play every game so that's that's a good that's a good um number to get and yeah i think we'll do well in in the italian league i think he could reach 20 goals i don't see any reason why why he can't so yeah he's a good finisher and maybe not as good in the air as he should be with his length but yeah he's he's a good player yeah, that's one thing I really hope by going to Italy and uh, and actually, I don't know what I was going to say there. Um, yeah, that's one part of his game that I hope he can gets the opportunity to work on and 
is his hold up play and being able to mm-hmm. use his height because he is he's he's tall. He's what six foot and uh, five or four? I can't remember, but yeah. He's got height to himself, so he, and, but he just can't use it in the best way. So, yeah, that's, I think going to Italy, he should be able to try or work on himself to get the best out of his height. And to, to see him back with Mourinho, like there's gonna, there's a lot of Chelsea around Syria this um, this season. There's Sari, or there's a lot of ex-Chelsea, sorry, in Syria this year. They've got Sari managing one team, Mourinho managing another. You have Giroud balling out for AC Milan, who he scored, I think, two goals yesterday in a friendly. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of Chelsea around. In, oh, there's a lot of Chelsea in loads of leagues. To be fair, we we seldom loan that many players, but and second that many managers. But we're just, yeah, we're just a great be, team. We're just a great team. Yeah, yeah. At one point, Marine is going to run football, <laughs> not just Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully not the way Florentino Perez yeah. wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that pretty much covers up all the topics for this podcast. Uh, Arsenal is going to be next. So we're trying to get on an Arsenal fan for that one to cause some drama uh, and, and have a bit of discussion. And, and if we do win, then you will see an Arsenal fan, hopefully after <laughs> the game as well, just to kind of have 45 minutes of incredible debates and, and to see them try and defend William and, and David Luiz. Um Thank you, Fred. It was, it was an honor to have you on the podcast. Sorry? Yeah. Luis isn't there anymore. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, He's gone. Yeah, let's get him back to Chelsea. But no, I mean, they, they did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need a backup centre-back. Let's go, Marina. We can play midfield too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kunde who? <laughs> Kunde who? Yeah. We, 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 right, so we have our own centre-back who can play yeah. TDM. <laughs> no, but I was just saying, watch them defend David Luiz as in the transfer that they made a few years ago. And, and I know, I know the, the video with Ty and, and uh, Jamie Harriger uh, circling around the internet. It's just probably the, one of the funniest yeah. things that I've, I've seen <laughs> this season already. And, and I, I feel like when Arsenal lost, it was just an incredible scene to kind of go on Arsenal fan TV and just see everyone cry about it. And, and see, you know what, the season's truly back now. The fans are back, the season's yeah. back, and, and Arsenal Fan TV are truly back right outside uh, right outside Emirates. But yeah, next week we're going to have them, uh, so watch out for that episode. As always, thank you, Fred, uh, for coming on the podcast. Uh, we'll be sure to have you on again uh, during Game Week 7-8 when, when it gets interesting in the FPL, when we need more tips, and when Alex yeah. wants, wants more points in the first team, uh, <laughs> first team as well. Um, but yeah thank you guys for watching thank you guys for tuning in listening if you are watching it on youtube make sure to leave a like ring subscribe and comment below what you got this fpl uh, game week and what you thought of our discussions and your opinions on chelsea fc at the moment uh try and beat alex and and all of the cfc talk members on on the fpl league and win a chelsea shirt that doesn't sound too bad uh join using the link below and uh, just before we end the podcast if you want a chelsea or any other football kit if you're a man united fan listening to this podcast uh Bruno fernandez we've, we've discussed him uh you can get 20 percent off uh, off your order and free shipping in the uk just using the link below as well as the code b-a-l-l-e-r that spells out baller and we will see you next time before arsenal <laughs>